Hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here, as always, for another hello. episode of your two favorite gay people talking about motorsports, because that that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and last week we had a lot of fun talking about Talladega. We thought Talladega was a great race. We thought it was a good time. It was exactly what NASCAR needed. Hope you guys enjoyed that. It was that. refreshing. I hope you guys enjoyed that, because you're not going to get any of that this week. <laughs> We had our one week of, oh, that was nice. That was a good show. That was a great race. We're back to Talladega. We're back to yeah. We're back to the usual of um, this sport being funny, hilarious, entertaining. That's a, that's a good word. I laughed a lot. I did laugh a lot. That is a good word. I'm not laughing. Actually, I'm glad you found it funny. I'm not laughing. <laughs> well now i am but <laughs> yeah okay so let's let's start there we're talking about the charlotte roval uh we're gonna talk about my one of my favorite people, tracks made a I bunch of say. people mad i love the charlotte roval mm-hmm. i love the charlotte roval yeah i do too i love her love her but we're gonna talk about the roval we're gonna talk about a tweet that i made that made a bunch of people mad uh we're gonna talk about we're good at a that. lot of nascar tea we have another kyle bush segment that's a, that's a Kyle Busch is the man now. of the year. <laughs> Kyle Busch has kind of just owned the T segment. He's the year, recurring character. <laughs> and then we are down to four races to go. Thank for God. The podcast fantasy. So we'll go through all that. <laughs> so let's start with the race, Zach. Charlotte Roval. It was pretty tame until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So... A yellow flag came out toward the end of the race. There's not much to talk about with the rest of the race, by the way. Like, nothing happened. Which, by the way, I would have been fine with. Like, it'd be another... We could use more I mean, tame, nothing happened. I, I, see, I see what you're saying in that regard. It would have been... Like, see, Talladega, people thought Talladega was boring. It actually wasn't mm-hmm. boring. It was just a normal race, mm-hmm. and y'all are too used to people flying into the catch fence, I guess. But yeah, yesterday was boring. <laughs> Yesterday was a boring race. And I want to touch on that. The reason why it's boring is because these cars were made to run well on road courses. And if you go back and listen to our episode with Matt Weaver, beginning of the year, um, he predicted that, that these cars were made to run good and nice on the road courses. And it's going to be lose the charm of the NASCAR road course racing. Yeah. And it's also impacted the short course, the short tracks. Um, but yeah, that's why. Hopefully we can get more horsepower. That would help. But anyway, Zach, why must every race end in chaos? Um, why? Because the culture of NASCAR, every single part of not every single, but many parts of it have basically been tailored to where chaos is expected, chaos is produced, chaos is attracted, Every single part. The playoffs, the stages, caution culture, throwing cautions for signs, double file restarts, the entire design of the Charlotte Roval, the entire design of it. I love the track, but turn one is designed for chaos. All of it's designed for chaos to happen. The next-gen car being rushily designed, it's all the kind of the cause for chaos, and... It's kind of a, it's it's a big problem. 
in my opinion. I was talking on Twitter last night, and I came to the conclusion that NASCAR is kind of in this state where it's got so much drama. They got so hooked on drama. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, these awesome finishes and championship playoffs and stuff. To the point where it's just now we have drama every week, but it's not drama that makes you feel good. It's drama that makes you not really like what you just saw. That you wish something different happened. Yep. It makes you kind of feel gross. And yeah. it, I, I was trying to think of ways you could even try to change anything. I don't. I mean, there's NASCAR drivers. Like, Justin Haley said on DBC, like, he's never done a NASCAR race without a stage. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like everyone who, like, and then think about people, like, kind of your age that are now working in the sport as they come in. Yeah. And the younger and younger crew members and stuff get, and, like, the officiating now, or, like, the officials and the, uh, the higher-ups. I mean, they're just... This it's is a changing of the guard right now. It's becoming this is the only NASCAR they actually kind of know for a lot of people. Not all the people. Yeah. But for a lot of people, this is the NASCAR they know. And it's like how do you change that entire culture back? Because again, yeah. And it, it kind of even connects to these younger drivers racing like arseholes. I I didn't want to cuss, but I I kind of still did. <laughs> It goes back, like it connects to that too, because that's the NASCAR they know. That's how you succeed in this NASCAR. That's why Chase Briscoe ran over everybody. Does reward it? Yes, it rewarded Chase Briscoe for literally running over everybody to to get a few spots. It rewarded Cole Custer for slamming on the brakes to give his teammate a few positions. Um, It rewarded um, shoot, I, I. That my what okay. I'm trying to say is it's just it's not even like one issue anymore. It's like I can't even conceive it anymore. We can't. I don't know what we're supposed to right. do to change it. But yes, going back to what you said that initiated my entire spiel about that. Why is every race ending in chaos? Because it's built to do so. The entire sport is currently designed either on purpose, like with the playoffs, or on accident with the flop of the next gen car. It's designed to create chaos. Yeah, and now I like what someone said during these playoffs as everyone's actually now trying (laughs) we've had a lot more issues haven't we yeah and we talked about this with a Daytona Talladega race maybe it was an Atlanta race just like one of the super speedways they were always chaotic and crazy wreck fest right we've lost the luster of big one you know there was a big one every race. That's why Talladega last week was so refreshing because we had old Talladega back. Now, every single race, all 38 of them have a big one, it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you have that, it's not interesting anymore. Some crazy and- last or like overtime restart or drama between a driver or something and. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, every single race, there's got to be something like that, whether it's actually and, important or not. And, you know, Christopher Bell, I think he earned that win. I do. He won within the rules. And I think I'm happy for him. I am. But that drama, the Rex, it did nothing for me. Like, I was laughing a lot. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, I think with NASCAR, at this point, you really got to embrace the drama. Like, Indy Road Course last year and this year, really, 
I was at the Indie World Course last year, and it was just like you have to just take off the race fan glasses and just like be entertained, you know? That's so sad but to me. It is sad, and I don't like that. I love NASCAR, and honestly, this season has been one of the best in the past decade. It has. We were both saying that before the playoffs started. But then the playoffs start, and now it's just kind of derailed. Like, the train has fallen off a cliff. And I was really excited for these playoffs because I thought, man, this is going to be so exciting. There's been yeah. no clear winner, like, no clear favorite except maybe Elliot. Just so little playoff points because no one's really dominating. But it's turned into a mess. This playoff has it's become a mess. Yeah. And, you know, the playoff points have helped uh, alleviate that a little bit. <laughs> But yeah. it's still, I, it's, I, I'm not disagreeing, but uh, no, it hasn't. <laughs> no, I, I know, but it's. Imagine if we didn't have playoff points. So we basically be don't. To be honest, I mean, we basically. I mean, we do, we, but we, we do. Don't. Like we do. You could virtually we don't though because, and I said this, I love mm -hmm. when I'm right. I said that these playoffs would be more volatile. That we would get some stupid eliminations. I could probably find an exact quote of me saying that. Because yeah. of the parity, all these drivers only have one or two wins. Like, every single driver except Chase Elliott. What do you know? Yeah. Kyle Larson gets eliminated. Kevin Harvick. Kyle Busch. Like, yeah. And I expected that. I did expect that. Yeah. But I didn't think it would be this stupid. I know? knew. I, I kind of... I didn't know, but I... I thought it, I, I thought it would be fun. <laughs> this hasn't really been fun. I you know. Do you think it's because of how negative the races have been? Like the stupid stuff that's Maybe. happened in the races. I think it's probably because the stupid stuff like, that's happened does... in the races or why the stupid stuff happened with the playoff cutoffs. If mm -hmm. Kevin Harvick actually got beat that's the thing. And Gluck and Bianchi talked about this on the teardown. It's like we're coming here to watch the best drivers like race each other and fight for these positions. No. Kevin Harvick caught on fire. Kyle Larson made one mistake. Chase Briscoe's running over everybody. Like, um, what else happened? Like, oh, Texas. Tyler the entire Reddick's race of Texas. Had an issue. Yeah. All of Texas. Tyler Reddick's yeah. actually, like, he could have won yesterday. Won Texas. Like, come on. Oh, but he's... No, Chase Briscoe's more deserving of the championship. I keep picking on him because he's just... He's the Chase yeah. Briscoe is most definitely the least quote unquote deserving driver if of the ones that remain. And I don't know, like it's it's I think it's funny, but it's also like this isn't a serious championship in a way. It's I do, yeah, however, it is funny because it's I do, a circus. however, think <laughs> I do, however, think that seven of the eight, obviously, this doesn't include Chase Briscoe. The seven of the eight remaining were the best of the season. I think you could include, I think Tyler Reddick would replace uh, Chase Briscoe. I don't think Kyle Larson was one of the top eight drivers this year overall throughout the whole season. Zach's giving me a dirty look, but like, I, I just I think really that's funny. don't. I actually I don't, have no idea. I don't. Like, if you look at the drivers remaining, I think we have pretty close to the right seven we have seven we have seven of the eight right 
I'm curious, but actually. I'm Larson, you know, could have been in there. I'm going to check the points because I it's been hard for me to judge this year because, number one, mm-hmm. I haven't been paying attention, to be honest with you. Well, and two, the parody has been through the roof. The parody has been which is make which it, is a thing. It's made it really hard to tell. Yeah. Um, so it, I'm not going to argue with that Parody has been. Parody has been a good thing, but it's really made this format really flawed and i think it could also go back to we have too many people allowed in the playoffs it should really be 12 or 10 there's a lot of things you could do i don't think nascar is going to change it because they changed it too much about 10 years ago let me go ahead tell you right now kyle larson Mm -hmm. has fifth best average finish okay i'm just saying okay that's all i'm saying actually chase elliott's the obvious championship favorite Oh yeah, and by the way, if Larson were in the the top eight, I would say yeah, he yeah. was deserving to be there. Like yeah, but like Tyler Reddick, I would argue has been better than Kyle Larson this year. Which you know? is interesting though, because Reddick's like he was all over the place at a point in the season, but he's really brought it together. Like guess who has a bet? Michael McDowell has a better average finish than Tyler Reddick, which is crazy. Yeah, see, so you and can't Chase... just go off average finish, Zach. And no, he's also got a better average finish than Chase. Br- Dude, Chase Briscoe. Oh, oh my sure. God! Justin Haley has a better average finish than Chase Briscoe. What Chase Briscoe? Chase Briscoe's average finish. It's like it's a seventeen point eight. He's like okay, a little bit better than Bubba and Brad and Cole Custer and Ty Dillon and yeah, Ricky, Todd Dillon, Harrison Burton. Like he's. I'm just saying. It's just. I don't want to get in on that too much. But I'm just... What are we talking about? I got a little sidetracked. I'm sorry. I, we I'm were being, talking about quite a lot. I should be a NASCAR YouTuber. I'm, I'm using race, racing reference. How how all of these races end in chaos and right. how the playoffs have been impacted by it. Yeah. And the parody of the season. But Yeah, the like the parody like, of the season has, in my opinion, my right opinion, made the playoffs even worse and it kind of exemplified is that the right word it's shown off more of the flaws of the system yeah not that they were a secret in the first place if you ask me but and it's such a shame it's it's really such a shame because i really do think the, re- the regular season the first 26 races were overall really good and the points battle for those last spots were really intense even mm-hmm. I said that. Like Blaney I liked and, it. I enjoyed Blaney it. and Truex were tied for that final yeah. spot. I really think they need to cut the field down to 12. I think that would help a lot, but I don't think they're going to do that. I, you know, but, well, you know what I think they should do. So I'm not even going to repeat it. They're not going to go back to full season points. Because, yeah, that goes back. They can't change the. They can't Chase change Elliott NASCAR would probably point. have. Chase Elliott would probably have the championship wrapped up in a couple in the week a week or two. Well, good for if him if they did that. I know I would but agree. Back and to good for him if they had that format, but but they no, don't. that Alex, you're right though. That goes back to again NASCAR. Like this is the NASCAR people know. All think about all the NASCAR yeah. fans that watch now. I, it can't be that many to be honest with you. <laughs> there's no way there's that many that have it's started a lot less than it was uh, two decades ago. Like overall, like so. yeah, like um. The, that have started watching and they only know playoffs like playoffs not chase chase is yeah. different we watched during i mean the it's chase. been eight years we're in eight year 
We're in the eighth year. There's right kids now. watching NASCAR right now. The only thing they know are these elimination playoffs. And it's just like, mm-hmm. and soon they're going to be working in the sport. And it's just like, yeah, how do you change NASCAR from here? How do you go back? You don't. You don't go back. That's the, again, in my opinion, the problem because you, the playoffs. I think NASCAR is afraid to change anything the, because it was, they changed it too much. But we're living, in my opinion, and, I feel like we're living with some of the consequences with what the playoffs kind of produce with some of the, with the race. fair. And I don't think it's going to get better because as you're Why saying, these guys who grew up, and with the playoff format, you have Ty Gibbs coming to Cup next year. You have Noah Gregson coming to Cup next year. Both of those guys, they're going to be making moves, you know, to try making it into the playoffs. They have jobs to do. If they make it. They have jobs to do. They know how and to do that job. That's right. It's their job. That's their job. It, that's what Their job is to be a hole in the racetrack. Because that, that's like, what wins you race. That's what wins you championships mm-hmm. more than and, ever. Since we've talked a lot about Briscoe and that relates to that, let's talk about Briscoe making it in, uh, was bumping into a lot of people. Eric Jones called him out on Twitter saying, yeah, you did a great job bumping into everyone. Uh, Which, yeah, and if I was Eric Jones, like, I'm running my own race. Okay, if you want to pass me, go ahead. You don't need to run me over. I don't care that if you have the playoffs. I have nothing to do with this. You shouldn't be back where I'm running if if you're playoff worthy. But that's not my business. I don't think Briscoe did anything wrong because he needed to make the next round. I really don't because that's just how this format is. I don't and think he did way, anything wrong either. I just, you know, Eric Jones yeah. should be mad with him because you don't. Oh, need I a, agree. You don't need a yeah. You don't need to. If run you're him. going to race yeah. like that, you should face consequences. Like for Martinsville, if Eric Jones, if Chase Briscoe needs to get by Eric Jones, you oh, know, yeah. if Jones wants to send him, I don't care. Go Jones, Jones should make his life hard because for that's sure. that's the credit he has right now but sorry i cut you off uh let's talk about the cole custer thing uh this is custer... so <laughs> the only thing cole Crystal custer was... has done all year <laughs> chase briscoe was in the playoffs when this happened he was tied with kyle larson and he would win the tiebreaker over larson if they tied so but alex NASCAR's no one does said... math no one does math in the sport again these new people in NASCAR don't know how to do math. <laughs> Sorry. NASCAR's already said that um, there'll be no penalties that will impact the round of eight if they find anything. So they might like penalize the forty-one, whatever. But because Which is Briscoe is all, because Briscoe is already in when this happened, they're not. They're saying right yeah. now it will not impact the round of eight. Yeah, I think they're also trying to avoid a Richmond twenty thirteen situation when gordon was added as a the round of nine 13th driver round of nine dude let's add kyle larson to the round oh of nine God. just saying no that's not gonna happen i think it's but, fair so the custer situation he basically <laughs> slammed on the brakes and like held up like three guys behind him that allowed briscoe to get around um you can i guess custer said in an interview that he'd that wasn't what he was doing. He like was about to miss a corner or something. I I don't know his exact quote. You can probably find it on I Twitter mean, or whatever. If I had but... my teammate behind me and stuff, and I know he's like running mm-hmm. everybody over, I'm not not even trying to help him out. I'm probably nervous as heck trying to go into that corner. 
I'm nervous as heck trying to get my breaking point down. Shift on those five gears? Nah, I probably mess up too. But this situation, it allowed it gained Briscoe a couple more points over Larson. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it was insurance, and this may be controversial, but I don't have a problem with it. I don't because again, really that's the best format. He that's has the teammates. Format. Gene Haas paid for all those cars. They're getting their use out of them. Like. I, I know that this format is ironically in part because of what happened at Richmond in 2013 with Clint Boyer. Which somehow... Yeah, keep going. Talking somehow has made... It happened happen more. There it happens more. Happen more. Thank yes. you. I've been said that. I don't... Actually, I haven't been said that, but I need to start saying it. Because that is so true. Well it's said. Like, I don't think it's... Slay of the week. I don't think it's Alex. the wrong thing to do. Thank you. Thank because you, that you. you're so right, it literally encourages that to happen. Tyler Reddick at yeah, Daytona, letting uh, letting Austin Dillon yes. get that win. Yep, hundred percent. Guess who would have won that race if playoff thing didn't to exist? Do. Not Austin Dillon. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it because you're making it better for your team. And I know people don't like team orders and stuff like that, yeah. but sorry, that's the format. We're Guess in, you should have done team orders yesterday. Your teammates. Who? Track house. Ross Jastain should have wrecked somebody for that caution for Daniel Suarez. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I know he had points to worry about too, but like, dude, like, you've been wrecking people accidentally all year. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, not, you don't gotta wreck somebody, but like, when you lap the Rick Ware car, get into him a little bit hard. Right. I'm just saying. So, if we want to be full strategists here, do we have any more grievances to talk about before Plenty. we talk about the what else you got? Do you have anything else? Not right now. No. Um about oh, like, okay, the Custer okay. thing, not really. Um I, I yeah, I don't Okay. That's or I'm just fine. the race in general. Uh the race? You know, you mentioned like good racing earlier or something, or like because I was just thinking about old like 2011. Sorry for the actual mm-hmm. old people that are like 2011 is not old. It is to me. Um, like the finish that, that season. to finish that to that California race with like Harvick and Johnson and Kyle Busch. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Though, see, that's the kind of NASCAR drama I want because that was respectful mm-hmm. racing. I think about a race Homestead after 2011 is one of my favorite races ever. I think about a restart the restart after like one of the later cautions yesterday. And it's like, we had some pretty good racing. It was a little bit disrespectful because Elliot got turned for no reason. And Almondinger mm-hmm. was getting really aggressive with these championship guys, but it was actually really good racing for a hot minute. And Christopher Bell coming up yeah. through the pack. I mean, that's good. That's the kind of drama we want to see. In my opinion, it's not yeah. the actual drama of the caution came out for cardboard or, you know, like Kyle Larson yeah. misses because yeah, I it's just I don't know. But Yeah. That's that's it. I want good drama. All right. So Kyle Larson, Austin Sendrick, Daniel Suarez, and Alex Bowman are eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, we talked about Larson. He's, he said he made a mistake, and that's what cost him that. He, like, had an issue. Yeah, he, like, hit the wall. with uh, Around the tire. One of the rear tires he had an issue. Yeah. Uh, like, Cendric I think he hit was the wall and it in. knocked the tow link out. Yeah. Uh, Cendric was in, uh, but then he ended up spinning on the backstretch chicane. 
Uh, then I'm like, oh, Larson's still going to make cheering. it. I was cheering. Not, Bisco I'm was... not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I wasn't cheering. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I felt bad for Austin Cindric. He's been really quietly good this year. I think he'll be do really good. In a good. It's year. a good rookie season. Like that's all oh, he yeah. needed to sure. be honest with you. He, it Nothing was to be upset season. about, honestly. Yeah, he won. I mean, mm-hmm. he also won the Daytona 500, which, in my opinion, is the biggest prize in NASCAR right now. So, he's the actual champion. I'd still. What would, would you put over 500? Oh, okay. Hmm? I'm about to say, I was like, don't put the damn championship over it. I know you don't no, have to do that. Southern 500 is the best race on the schedule. Just um, not this year. Then Daniel Suarez. <laughs> he liked it this year. I know there was some goofiness. Who even but won? I still like oh, right. Eric Jones. Eric Jones. <laughs> so Eric Jones and Austin Cendrick are the champions of NASCAR. Screw when Chase Briscoe wins it in a few weeks. Our friend uh, Bowie, their favorite drivers are uh, Austin Cendrick and Eric Jones. So congratulations. Who's to their Bowie third favorite? Chase Briscoe? No, I don't think so. Because whoever their third um, favorite is about to win this championship. I think it's Blaney. Of the ones who's left? Thank God. Anyway. Or it's Denny. Uh, Denny Daniel Suarez. Sorry, I'm going to shut up now. Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez lost power steering. Uh, really felt bad for him because he was definitely going to advance until that happened. I hated the um, way the like, broadcast was talking about it. Yeah, Daniel's just being tortured right now, man. He is hurting so bad. He's going to die. Like, we get it. They were being so dramatic. It was... It was a bit much. They, they were they so dramatic. Audio of him like screaming. They did not but, need to do all that. I'm sorry. Well, it, it's not. To a... be fair, to be fair to NBC, they had nothing else to really talk okay, about. Okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> it, it's not a flop. I'm not going to give them a flop, but oh, I'm going to give flop. y'all a drama award because that was dramatic, and yeah. it was a little emotional for me. I just did not like oh. hearing about all that. It, it just felt so. I didn't, I didn't like hearing the. Audio. I felt uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. And then, then Alex Bowman was eliminated because he's out with a concussion. Um. Yeah. So now we're down to the round of eight. The round of stupid tracks is done and over. Thank God. They need to change this round. I don't. I don't remember what the schedule's like next year, but this round's awful. I'm pretty sure they kept it the same. This round's unacceptable. Texas without Texas, garbage. how it is? Yeah. It's, it's and Talladega, which was actually the good race this round, which I did not expect, and the Roval. They need to separate Talladega and the Roval. I think. I think they're Talladega really almost needs need Talladega should go to the round of sixteen. I think because then you I get agree with that. It, okay, it would be kind of stupid because then whoever won at Talladega to get into the playoffs now has Talladega again to get further into the playoffs. Like swap Talladega yeah. and Kansas or Bristol. Kansas was just in the round of twelve, so like, why not? So you or you could like swap. A- I don't. I kind of want to keep Bristol as the elimination race, though. So yeah, Tal- yeah. Swap Talladega and Kansas. I just don't think the Roval and Talladega should be in the same round. Yeah, because I don't want to put like, Roval. I kind of want Roval in the round of eight, but they want to keep it as yeah. an elimination race. And Martinsville, I guess, needs to stay as the elimination race. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once they fix, hopefully they fix short tracks. <laughs> um, a round. Round of A is Las Vegas, Homestead. I can't wait for Homestead and Martinsville. Homestead's um, gonna be the really good. I think probably the last good race of the year. 
Yeah. If I had to, and like Las Vegas is not guaranteed to be good with like tire concerns and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a fine race there. It's similar to Kansas. We had a Vegas is similar to Kansas. And we had a fine race there earlier this year, but Homestead, I don't think they could have messed up Homestead. There's no way. No. But Martinsville and Phoenix is going to be a little stupid. You said Homestead will be the last good race of the year. It should just be the last. It race should be of the, the last race me. of the year. But anyway, it's it's. Um, see, this is why they yeah. did it like this. <laughs> hey Zach, by the way, the championship race is at Phoenix. Do you know who won the spring Phoenix race? I know who won the spring Phoenix race, Alex. I know what you're doing. I am very well aware. Here's the thing, Alexander. Race Briscoe won the spring Phoenix race. Could he sweep the season there? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. Anybody can win yeah. the championship. It's true. Yeah. Which means it's not a championship. Oh. Uh, oh. Did he? Did oh. he say that? Oh my god! I can't believe he said. Yeah, I said it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Hot takes on the gay racing uh. podcast. Well, I, if you want another hot take, um, I upset people. <laughs> So after the race, um, oh, this NBC is was just like doing all their post-race interviews, their and job, the post-race coverage. Yeah, they're doing all that. The job that they're contractually um, obligated to do. Yeah, remember Kyle Busch's quote where he's like, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." Yeah, remember that. Yo, yeah. we're mad at him. So, you know, they just have camera people down there, you know, showing the drivers conversing and yeah. they're doing interviews, yada yada. Um, they had the camera on William Byron and Chase Elliott. They're just ch- ch- chatting. You know, they they show this stuff every week. By the way, after the race, watch post race coverage one time, and you'll see they show drivers just having a chat after the race all the time. Um, Chase Elliott notices the camera person behind him, sm- smacks the camera, saying like "Get out of here," like and just pointing. A different direction like get out of here then he stands there and points at him like get out get out so i took issue with this for multiple reasons chase elliott is the most popular driver in nascar and that's a big deal he can't he can't do that he can't because no one can do that no but one. he under no circumstances can do that Agree. And because he's probably arguably one of the most well-known drivers in the series because of his popularity. He's one of the faces of NASCAR. And he is treating the media people who are just doing their jobs like that. Casually, that is not too. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. It's very ca- that was, it was It's so rude. They weren't even interacting like, with him. They were minding their business. No. Chase Elliott's on and pit road. Like, dude, yeah, everyone's looking at you. You're Chase Elliott. If you, Chase Elliott, if you wanted to have a private conversation with William Byron, yeah. one, I don't know if you noticed, you're around a bunch of people with microphones. Claire B. Lang is right there. Yeah. And two, the camera people are there every week. I'm sorry you got spun around. I don't think you should have got yeah. turned either. You could talk about sorry. how William shouldn't be in the playoffs either next week, you know. Or in the I, hall, or rather. I'm, 
Chase, Chase Elliott, I'm sorry that this happened to you. Like, I know you were going to win the race. I understand you're angry. Like, genuinely, I understand why you're mad. But you don't do that to someone just doing their job. Without the media people, you don't. You don't have a you job. You can't communicate with the fans. You don't have a job. There's a TV contract that's coming up in a couple of years. And I'm not saying that's the biggest part of this. But I don't think NBC Sports would appreciate that. They don't. You know? Yeah. There's no way. So. It was just, like, dramatic to do that for no reason. The camera people were minding mm -hmm. their business. They weren't even trying right. to ask you anything. Like, dude. So. I put out a tweet that has 2,400 likes now. Jesus Christ. And a lot of people were very mad at me. So I'm going to read my tweet to you. Uh, if Kyle Bush did this, um, people would demand he get kicked out of the series. Such a disrespectful moment from Elliot here. Camera person is just doing their job. Go talk in the holler if you don't want cameras around. So I tweeted that and... Uh, so warm of Chase Elliott fans got very mad at me. I'm sure there were some homophobic comments in there. I didn't read pretty much any of the comments, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we have and by the way, someone pointed out, someone pointed out to me, not just Kyle Bush. What if Bubba Wallace said this? Oh, that's a oh, if girl? Bubba Wallace said this. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. If Bubba Wallace said this, I guarantee you this would be like he's on so Fox ungrateful News. It'd be on CNN. He, it'd oh, it'd be every, on Fox News. Yep, yep. It'd be on every single news station out there. But Chase Elliott is privileged because he is the most popular driver, so most people do not care about this. They think, he he, oh, he's finally showing he some personality. Oh, my God. This I hated not, that. This is not personality. This is just being a jerk. It's being a jerk. Okay, yes, this we complain that you were boring. So instead of being boring, you decide to be a jerk. Okay. So now we're going to, like, yeah, I'm going to complain about you being a jerk. Because that's, yeah, that's worse than being boring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude. I did not appreciate this at all. And it, it's so wrong. You are the, the, all capital letter, the ambassador of NASCAR right now. You have basically taken the reins. From Dale Earnhardt Jr. They were trying and to send you to Lamar. Acting to the media. Like, yeah, they were trying to send you to a national. And when he ran the Rolex 24, all they would talk about, oh uh, my gosh, Chase Elliott is Chase here. Elliott, and... NASCAR Cup Series champion. Mm -hmm. Like, as a up. champion of the series, as the ambassador of the series. Current championship favorite that. again. Not that that and, means anything. <laughs> and by the way, if any other driver did it, if William Byron did this, if Alex Bowman did this, if Ryan Blaney did this, I'd be saying the same thing. But it's another level with Chase Elliott. Because, again, he is the guy for the sport. He has responsibility. He just, like, that was, it's so disrespectful. And I mentioned Kyle Busch in my tweet and Bubba Wallace. I would strongly agree with that. I think Bubba Wallace even more so if Bubba Wallace did it. Oh, yeah. Twitter would have been on fire if Bubba Wallace did this. And if like Bubba he, Wallace did it, I'd be saying the I same feel thing. Like Bubba did for the something. Same people are he did something where it's like, or like he like he said something probably to the media that got like that. It, so much has happened to him, I forgot. Sure. But I feel like something like that happened. Yeah. So 
I brought up Kyle Bush in the tweet, and I would include Bubba Wallace in this. There was one person who it, it annoyed me, so I replied. And they said what Kurt Bush did it to the media years ago was much worse. It's like, yeah, I know. Kurt Bush was terrible to the media. That's duh. We, that is a we fact. Thank this. you for I, the fact. What I said about Chase Elliott, I'm not saying Chase Elliott did the worst thing in the world here. That's not what I said. This person took that way, just way out of context and just started assuming things. They can't read. That's Twitter for you. They can't read. They yeah, they read. This person or do math to read. because NASCAR. But these race car drivers shouldn't be treating media like that. They shouldn't be treating camera people like that. They shouldn't treat fans like this. No one like this. It This all could have been avoided if Chase Elliott was a big boy and went to the hauler to have his little private conversation with William Byron. Or just Problem ignored solved. the camera person that was already behind him. He had they to turn around to playing. see... He, he had to turn around to see the camera. <laughs> like, dude. I don't know. It, it pissed me off, and I just want to talk about it on here, because... I made people mad because I was pointing out something that this isn't, it's not good for the series. And the series already has a bunch of PR trouble right now. Why is the most popular driver in the series acting like that? Come on. He's probably most likely to win the championship too. So do we think the future champion in a few weeks, it's just okay to let this slide. Like, no, people need to be held accountable for their actions. And that includes Chase Elliott, even if he is, you know, the most popular driver. Like, yeah. I don't care. He can't just do what he wants because Twitter will defend him and NASCAR yeah. will defend his team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or not NASCAR, but, you know, not, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, anyway, so, we can go down to the, we can go to the Did you say the F word with that? The, uh... Hmm? Flop. Did you say... <laughs> oh! <laughs> I did not. Thank you you looked at me yeah. so confused. I was like, what F word are you talking about? Chase Elliott is my flop of the week. Yes, I did. I have that in the doc. I did not say it. But yeah, Chase Elliott is my flop of the week for very obvious And reasons. that was a well-prepared flop. So, yeah. Yeah. Take that, Chase Elliott. Yep. All right. Um, Don't so, say that. What? Don't, Don't say take that, Chase Elliott. That's not what I am going for. What? I just said... You said take that, Chase Elliott. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, take that flop. I do not endorse that comment. Anyway. What does that mean? You just went over... You just... Go, you just laid go into, into the him. ad break, Zach. Go into the You're, ad break. That doesn't... I'm gonna... Alright, y'all. After I fight Alex, we're gonna talk about the tea. We have... We already went over it. Never mind. I got Alexander. What... <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is time to talk about the tea. Um, Alex, what what do we got for the tea this week? A lot of NASCAR news is what we got here. Um, so first of all, more bad PR for NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR teams have expressed frustration with current payout that goes toward the teams. Um, the teams are saying that NASCAR has been offering a 93% to 7% split, meaning that revenue earned by like the TV deal and the charters, only 7% of that is going to the teams. Dude, that's crazy. And the rest goes that to NASCAR. That is what the teams are saying. Yeah. Basically. That's like Essentially, I, yeah. I get that you all got a lot to pay for NASCAR, but 
Your teams are kind and of running the show. They are. They are the show. They are and the show. NASCAR, NASCAR responded saying that the claim is misleading and disingenuous. They said that it <laughs> primarily only focuses on the charters, the charter agreements, and not the whole TV. So game. they're saying only the charters are 93 to 7. <laughs> only the um, charters. The TV deal the, is 90 to 10. <laughs> on the Teardown podcast, uh, Jordan Bianchi said that when they were talking about this, that teams want to be less dependent on sponsorship, which makes a lot of sense. That'd be really good. Yeah, like whole like that's only a positive. Thing. Yeah, and if you like, look at Joe Gibbs Racing right now, losing M and M's. That's huge for Joe Gibbs Racing. They were not able to maintain Kyle Busch just because a sponsor left. Yeah. That shouldn't be a thing that can happen. And that, I think that'd be great if teams could be less reliant on sponsorship. Um, when Adam Stern reported on this, that Jeff Gordon, who is basically running Hendrick Motorsports nowadays, says saying that teams and NASCAR are very far away from reaching an agreement because they're already negotiating uh, financials for when because this new agreement will come into place with, with the new TV deal that comes into place in 2025. So our current TV deal has uh, two more seasons on it after this one. Um, Hendrick Motorsports is not going to make a profit this year. Which, which is crazy. Yeah. And if you think about it, that is the biggest team in the series. So imagine how much money teams like Trackhouse, 2311, the new teams, like, and yeah, the smaller teams. I thought about that this. a lot today when I heard it on the podcast because I'm like, like, is it because they have all of these cars or because there's no way, right? Because with the next gen car, they're supposed to cut costs and mm -hmm. apparently they haven't. I, I just think that's crazy. If Rick Hendrick's not making money again, how is Justin Marks making money? How is Matt Colleague make? Well, we know Matt Colleague. He just he loves spending money, so he's not hurt. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like how how are you making money here? If, if Rick Hendrick's not, and then what's going to make Michael Jordan want to stay in this and stuff? Yeah, it's uh, not ideal. Another not Certainly ideal not. situation for NASCAR. Not ideal. Is that the title of the episode? Not ideal. <laughs> not it might not be. your ideal playoffs. I think that's a good. <laughs> that's a good title. <laughs> um. So Adam Stern reported that NASCAR is interested in having a streaming service as part of their next TV deal, which that could also come into play with this whole, well, it will, this new TV deal in 2025. Like, Probably they're going to put their stuff on a streaming service, or are they creating a streaming service? No, like, they would, like, you know, we have Fox and NBC. Like, some races could be on a streaming platform. Oh, cool. And I, I imagine that's probably Peacock is what they're referring to. That's cute. Um, I, maybe Amazon. I know Netflix was trying to get Formula One. So maybe they're talking about the Netflix too. I think they're probably talking about Peacock though. Yeah. And Fox doesn't have a streaming service as far as I know. Yeah, not so. yet. Maybe they will launch one and NASCAR is one of the, you know, <laughs> because everyone maybe. loves NASCAR. Yeah, and I, and when they 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 win, it's not if when NASCAR goes to streaming, it's gonna be a big overreaction, mainly on Facebook. 
but yeah same with like I, when NASCAR goes that. electric yeah hmm. yeah like you're gonna have to if you want to maintain fans oh, so yeah anyway that's part of that and then more nascar news separate from all that related to something we talked about earlier a uh, dodge uh their talks with nascar to return have stalled i think we talked about this yeah. very early in the and year this is so irritating and i we definitely talked about this when anytime we talked about fixing the car, fixing the racing, and horsepower, right? Mm -hmm. The entire reason, well, not the, okay, let me not lie. The reason they said that they lowered the horsepower, the real reason was because they tried to make pack racing happen. But then they were like, oh, well, we want to attract manufacturers, so we have to make sure the engines don't have as much horsepower, so manufacturers can be like, okay, we can make engines for NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Well, the most likely candidate who has been in NASCAR numerous stints, Dodge, apparently they're not interested. Yeah. Talks have they stalled. Said, yeah, Dodge said that they're more interested in continuing to invest in NHRA, is what they told the sports business director. Guess how much horsepower NHRA has? <laughs> I know it's different. So but are are we just gonna are we just gonna wait for Honda to say no until we like get more horsepower back or like what's the plan? Here? Yeah, that is exactly what they're gonna do, Alex. That is actually exactly That's what they're gonna so do. Annoying. We're gonna have bad racing so at Martinsville until Honda finally tells us no. And then after um what's another manufacturer that NASCAR probably wants? Like Hyundai? Maybe Nissan? I don't know. Mr. Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, if it were me, I'd be like, okay, so since Dodge said no, let's up the horsepower and fix the short so track. So that these drivers can actually race. Um, I'm sure we're going to hope that Honda comes in. And then corner speeds would be lower, so we wouldn't blow as many tires. Exactly. Oh. Yep. Yep. I'm not saying that I should have designed yeah. the next gen car, but I am saying that if I did design the next gen car, it probably would have been better. You're gay. You don't know anything about engineering. I know I that they so. need more horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> so I you, mean, you, you get to be the one who says the number of horsepower we get. Yes. You just get to be that person. I yes. will. Okay. Whatever number I case, say, I you guys have to do it. No negotiations. Unless it's Denny Hamlin. Well, I'll listen to Denny. What horsepower would you say? I mean, well, I'll ask Kevin Harvick. And whatever he says. Okay. <laughs> So we'll have a thousand. Cool. Didn't power. Kevin Harvick Kevin say Harvick like? Said. I think didn't he say a thousand? At least nine hundred. Or like, yeah. I I mean like, come on. We are a racing series. How can y'all not have horsepower in your engines? Why yeah. would you purposely reduce the horsepower in your engines? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like you're a racing series. Whatever. So. Kyle Busch segment of the team, the weekly Kyle Busch segment, little update from last week's if Kyle Busch If you thought segment. the episode couldn't get dumber, buckle your seatbelts because this might be the dumbest thing. This might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard about in motorsports, actually. Because sometimes, I hold on Alex, sometimes I think I'm dramatic with like aesthetic stuff. Oh my God, read the thing, Alex. 
So Kyle Busch and Menards pretty much already are locked in. They ready are ready to, go to do the Indy 500 together. Yeah, they're ready awesome. to go. And last week we told you guys that Aero McLaren SP appeared to be a likely place for Kyle Busch Menards to race the Indy 500 yeah. together at. Perfect fit. So. Yeah, we were like, that sounds great. Good, Makes perfect yeah. sense. McLaren will culture. blend with his personality well. Yeah. Errol McLaren SP has apparently had disagreements with Menards because Menards wants their staple highlighter yellow. Of course. Um, on the car, which, yeah. Of yeah. Course, that's their brand. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Duh. Errol McLaren SP apparently said that the car is not papaya. Or our turquoise blue car. No. Apparently that is what they said. All and right. this is all reported by Jenna Fryer from the AP. Noah Sweet could fix your issue in like a minute. Well, not a minute. An hour. Like, is there not even... So McLaren said, we won't even let you have like most of the car in your neon yellow. We can't even just have a tiny bit of our papaya. We but it's okay, that, McLaren. Just, no. But hey, McLaren could put that ugly army green on their car for the Indy 500. Remember? Let me. I'm I mean, going hey, to, listen. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they, going they to a color palette generator right now. Mm hmm. Because I need to. T Never mind. I don't know how to work this thing. I'm pretty sure but, some artist mm -hmm. could have found a way to make that neon yellow and the papaya look good. Add the blue in, too. You could have made oh, it yeah. work. Even if it didn't actually look so. good, we've seen worse things hit the track. For example, let's look at what McLaren ran for the Indy 500 this year. Yeah. What? They obviously don't have standards if they put those cars on the track willingly. I'm sorry. So the fact and... that y'all are disagreeing over the color of your car. What's that, that, mm -hmm. gif, that gif of that little Asian girl? Why not both? Yeah, why not both? Why yeah. not both? So, yeah, and just to be clear about this, it is because of the color. Jenna Fryer did reiterate this. Um, I believe it was Shannon, a friend at IndyCar Chick on Twitter, who was like, are we sure it's not because they want someone who is like a veteran and knows what they're doing? No, nope, right? it's like the they color. Have experience the 500. Yeah, I but, mean, they no, lost... Jenna Fryer said, no, it's, it's the color. It's quite literally the color of the car. This goes back to, um, remember... So, when Fernando was running the Indy 500 with them and they lost a day mm -hmm. of testing because the test car wasn't the right color. What? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? That I'm not making that. No, up. That's that was a so, thing. That's so stupid. Um, These colors, but are so together. Kyle Busch will not run the Indy 500 with McLaren. Uh, Tim Sendrick told the media that he, with Team Penske and Menards, had. Talked about running Kyle Busch in the 500. Uh, Tim Sendrick said no, but they actually had a valid reason, in my opinion, and that was because they don't want to take away from their three cars. Oh, yeah. And they want to ensure that they can actually win the Indy 500 there because they haven't been that competitive at the Indy 500 recent years, past two. And Sendrick was basically saying, like, we're not going to run a fourth car unless it can win. That's very fair. And right? I think like, that's Rogers a business, fine. Man. Yeah, that's comment. legit. They ain't I got think time. That's a fine reason. They ain't got time. So now the only place that Kyle Bush could really go is Ed Carpenter Racing or AJ Foyt 
racing. I think I think we'll still see Kyle Busch in the 500 next year. I think it's pretty plausible. Uh, Menards does have a history of sponsoring Ed Carpenter. So maybe we'll see like a little reunion of that. I just tweeted um, um, the color palette of Menards yellow, something like the McLaren orange, and that powder blue they've been using. Uh-huh. That looks fire. Ooh, I'll have to look at that. It looks fire. Look you could have made it work. Look at all the Menards Cup cars. They be slapping colors on top of Menards all the time. McLaren obviously doesn't need their whole car orange because they don't run their whole car orange anyways. What mm-hmm. like what? How does this happen? To where they have I to like silly. disagree over a, a color on a race car. It's so stupid. And flop by of the way, week. yeah, flop of the week. Flop of the if, week. I'm sorry. I was st- as an artist, just shut up. Where are McLaren is really passing on Kyle Busch. Because of colors, like yeah, let's actually that that no, I can't because that's ridiculous. That's childish. Like what? That's something I would do. I I hope that he ends up at a carpenter racing and wins in that bright yellow car. That'd be so cool. Um, I I think it's still possible because there's still two Chevy teams and a carpenter racing. They can win the Indy 500 for sure. So. That'd still be a really good opportunity for Kyle Busch. Yep. A um, couple more things. Uh, w Series, uh, they are discontinuing their season with three races remaining. Uh, they want to return in 2023. I don't know if they will or not. Uh, Jamie Chadwick's going to be champion again. Um, this idea of this series is in good nature, I feel. But they should have just used that money to actually help women make it into F three, F two, F one. Yeah, I kind of rather than having a designated series. Yeah, it's because it's very seg- weird. It's segregated. It is. I mean, well, I mm-hmm. don't know if I should use that word because that has more actual racist. See what you're saying, though. But it's like, why do they have to be separate at all? It's like because that kind like, of why don't we the push point. these women? Why don't we push the women drivers? So they can make it into F3, yeah. F2, and F1. Like, like what? They should be like Bush Beer and pretend to spend money to make women drivers go up. To... Remember that? Remember that? What, whatever happened to that? I Good question. Uh, <laughs> Guess they ran but, out of money too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's yeah. for real though. Like, it's just, uh, it, it is weird because. It is very weird. I don't, like Jamie Chadwick. I'm butchered that name. Jamie Chadwick deserves to go up against the male drivers and prove that yeah. she's better than the male drivers. Like, and there's been talks that she might be racing Indy Lights next year, or she's doing like an Indy Lights test. Okay. Um. So I mean, I feel like she's probably the only one who's going to get opportunities though, because she's won that championship like yeah. three times. I think she's won every year of it. So it's produced one so... person going to an actual series, I guess. And. And the only place she'd be going is India Lights, and that's not like crazy. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. Uh, it's, it's frustrating. Women deserve a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Because like um, W Series was being promoted pretty well, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I heard about it on Twitter all the time. Even like Sky Sports, yeah. like like W Series before F two, and then F one tomorrow, like stuff like that. Like that's sad. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, all right, one more thing, and it's our Formula One segment. Uh, before we even go into it, 
Flop of the week to the Formula One race at Suzuka. Flop of the week overall. Because awful. You know what I, I was doing during that race? You were sleeping, girl. I was sleeping, girl. I I made a good decision, I, right? I was Yeah, you, you made a great decision. I, I, I do. stayed up. I was playing Animal Crossings. I'm back into that right now. I'm back in my Animal Crossing era. Yes. I am I basically played that during the whole time I was up. So uh it's raining for basically having spa two. Um they ran like three laps, but then like five guys like spun and it was stupid. You know, kinda like how the end of the NASCAR races have been lately. F1's um, trying to be like NASCAR so bad. They really are. It's kind of weird. But yeah, that happened. And all the drivers started on enters, which I don't understand because it was it was really, really wet. It should have been on wet tires. And Sky Sports was saying, oh, they're going to go on enters because if it stops raining, the enters are going to be the faster tire, which like I understand. But also, I feel like if they were on wets, they wouldn't have been wrecking. Yeah. But what do I know? I've only played the <clears throat> F1 game. Yeah, I would have been on wets in the F1 game, and I probably just... would have won this race. Just saying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the yellow flag came out, and they had a tractor on the track. And if you know Suzuka, uh, in 2014, uh, Jules Bianchi hit the I didn't hit even a safety realize vehicle it was the same track. track. Oh my gosh! Same track. Wow. Um, he he no. passed away later that year. Unacceptable. And someone should be fired. Pierre Gasly, Pierre Gasly was going very fast, and he couldn't see. There was, there was it was Pierre no visibility. Oh my god, was he was his best dude. Whoever, okay, someone needs to be fired. Actually, so fired. What happened here is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And Pierre was. Yumi. Oh Pierre my Gasly god. Was I would be cussing out the officials. Be. Oh no. They had the camera on him. He was screaming and uh, shouting. He was not happy as he shouldn't be. And I don't know. I guess a lot of the drivers were very mad. Lando Norris put up a tweet when after it happened and they showed it on Sky. Um, the drivers were not happy about this as they shouldn't be. Um... I don't know, man. Like, how can you do that at the exact same track? Especially. like, it, it. And then I believe Bianchi's father put out a post saying that they haven't learned anything. So. And there's just no respect for him. They had a tractor out. Is this during yellow conditions or green? It was under yellow. Right. It was under yellow. But yeah, so that's like their procedures. They have not learned absolutely anything. And it's also raining. Yeah. Their procedures haven't changed enough to pre prevent that, or somebody just made a mistake, or there's a loop in the system, or I don't care. Someone needs to be fired, because that's crazy yeah. how you do it at the same track to the dude's best friend. That's, nah. Y'all are sick. You're sick. Yeah. And that just goes back to safety and motorsport. It's like, why is safety a, a second thought right now? Right now, it is. It really is. I think entertainment I, I, became the first thought or something. Or I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Like, they're too concerned about how to 
never mind. I was going to say something and, about Max Verstappen. It, but... <laughs> and speak of Max Verstappen, he was crown champion, but this was ine- inevitable. Apparently, F1 did something stupid with their new with their rule. Yeah, that they came up I with heard about that. After Spa. So, I, I really don't care because this is inevitable, but I'll explain it really quick. They have point structures for certain lengths of the race. Where it's like you'll get this many points if we do seventy five percent, this many for twenty five percent of whatever. They only did like half the race, and this I went to bed at this point. I didn't watch the race. I was asleep at this point. They started, maybe ran like thirty forty minutes, I guess. Um, but you would think they would get like twenty five percent points because of this new rule. No, they got full points because they took the checkered flag. So the rule apparently only applies if it's the end of the race that is shortened, not the start. Which is really weird. What? The Yeah, I know. Sorry. So they got full points. They got, they got full, full points. How many laps did they run? They I don't know, but I think they only ran 30 40 minutes. So okay, so that's like what ha- half? Not really with rain. Roughly it's like half. Roughly half. Okay. What's the rule? The rule is they need to be 75% or something? Something like that. Okay. I don't I don't know for sure. So how did they get they they, sh- they should not have gotten full points. But in the rule book it says if it only matters, it does not matter if they get the checkered flag. If they get the checkered flag, they get full points. Which is why Max Verstappen was crowned champion. So they shortened the race because the time limit? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay. So because they threw... Like, shortening it before the time limit, they don't get full points. What it sounds like, yeah. Because that happened at Spa, I guess. Yeah. Shortening it because they are racing and they met the time... Because what the those those forty minutes of racing was at the end of the window? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Fair enough. It doesn't matter because, yeah, it, it doesn't because. But what if it did matter? Win anyway. What if it did matter? That's the thing. What if it if did it matter? If it did matter, that that's why it. That's why I still wanted to bring it up. It's like, what if this ma- what did this happen last year? Jesus. Could you imagine? Yes, actually. So so. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess I could imagine. Uh, but yeah, Verstappen is a two-time F1 world champion. Uh, I guess Red With Bull an and Christian Horner did not know. Yeah. Like, you know how you know how they're usually like, you are a two-time world champion, Max Verstappen. They didn't do that because Red Bull didn't know that was, this was the rule. They didn't think it was locked up. So, and they were confused and apparently... They told Verstappen in his interview, like, oh, by the way, you're champion. And Max is like, what? It's apparently really awkward. I haven't seen it. So I don't want secondhand embarrassment. But that <laughs> I apparently need to watch happened. That. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> but, I Did you yeah. hear about the Red Bull, like, going over the cost cap or something? I did hear about that. I doubt anything crazy is going to happen. Yeah. So. They cheated, but no one cares. Um. Did we even talk about Byron getting his penalty rescinded from the appeals? Oh, crap. I don't think we did. Well, um, let's go ahead and talk about it real quick. Um, real quick. Uh, 
Byron made the playoffs because the appeals panel, which is not said, NASCAR, we'll, we'll just no, it's not NASCAR. We're going to double your fine and we'll give you your points back. So because yes, go ahead. the reasoning was is because NASCAR did not have in the rule book specific wording that you can get this penalty for spinning someone out on purpose under yellow. And now NASCAR, after the appeal was heard, they added it to the rule book. So let's speak about this because so they acknowledge that he still deserves a penalty, right? Is that penalty for that? like incident or was it for like endangerment of somebody or just like because that's here's they, they the just thing. doubled the fine gave the points back that's bs how do you so you still acknowledge that he should be penalized but you gave him a better penalty not less of a penalty so it's different you put you put the penalty in the area that they want it that is bs that's why hendrix losing money i hope Anyway, <laughs> no, but like, how do you do that? Because if he did, so if he didn't break the rule because it was a loophole, okay, so the all of the penalty should have been dropped, mm-hmm. right? How does he still have the penalty, but now it's different, and it's in a way that now manipulates the championship because they raced at Talladega know, under different points? It's BS to me. William and, Byron should not be in the and Briscoe. Briscoe and Cendric, they both said, like, oh, yeah, that penalty, it kind of changed the way I raced to Talladega. Yep. So it, it did impact everything that happened. And that's probably why Briscoe was racing like a madman, because now he was under the cut line. He was going to go into the Roval above. Stupid. So that's probably another reason why Briscoe was driving like that. And I don't blame him. Yeah. So. Again... And what Chase Briscoe said that these appeals and stuff need to be decided before the race happens, one hundred percent. I agree. What happens yeah. if this happens after an elimination race? I don't know. Y'all have fun. Y'all have fun figuring that out. Um, but again, the playoff format makes this happen. The playoff yeah. format would let that happen. So y'all have yep. fun with that. Y'all have fun not doing math because y'all hate math. Um. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to make our picks for Las Vegas. Once I can find the pause button. All right, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Fantasy for Las Vegas. I believe what I got the point last week because Chastain... Nope, sorry. Reddick beat Chastain. Yep. Cool. Um, so Reddick was going once again, you have a two-point lead. Yep. He was. I was really nervous about it, actually. Uh, points are now 22 and to 20 so it's still a two-point gap so if i get a win i would leapfrog you so yeah it's really close championship battle yeah and we didn't have playoffs anyways um (laughs) i hope y'all ain't counting how many times i just the playoffs because uh (laughs) all right you're not playing a drinking game because well anyways um well i have i have my so we're doing something different this week we're gonna write our pick on um note cards or whatever and then we're going to show each other on our cameras. So Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun for us. It'll be the same for you guys. It'll be more fun for Zach and I. Because then you get... Well, then you get to hear our reactions more. So, yeah. Because right. normally like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Oh, we can't see my... Yo, dude! So, you picked Denny Hamlin. I picked Christopher. You know what's so funny? I was debating yeah. between those two. You know why I didn't yeah, pick Hamlin? Because I, I thought you were going to pick why? Bell, and I wanted to steal him from you. Oh. 
That's crazy that you picked Hamlin. That's crazy. Hamlin, uh, in a second at Darlington, in a second at Kansas. We're going back to mile and a half. So I think he's going to be right up there. Bell is an awesome pick. Bell's you the, trashed yeah. me for picking him at Kansas. Well, that was why I picked Byron. Forget I said that. Bell's going to slay. But yeah, Bell, Bell's in his slayer. Bell's a, he is. Bell's in a champion as a championship favorite. Um, I think Whatever Hamlin, though, man. <laughs> um, I mean, Bell, we look at Darlington, Kansas, Darlington and Kansas, fifth and third. I know Hamlin's finished second. Yeah. Yes, but. That win yeah. at the Roval is going to do wonders for their confidence and the momentum. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, Hamlin's a good pick. Um, it was hard to pick between those yeah. two right now, I think, because Toyotas are. Showing I feel like speed. you got to pick a. Yeah, you got to pick a Toyota. You could have picked Bubba Wallace too. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it from Kyle Busch. I don't see it from Truex. Truex is. I don't done. think Truex is going to get a win this year. He's done. Um, if he does, I think it could be Martinsville. When's yeah. the last time Truex didn't win at Martinsville in the season? Probably been a while. It's right? been a while. <laughs> it's been a long while. I'm pr- right. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So um, Truex could be the. Yeah, player. you got Christopher Bell. Right. I got Denny Hamlin. Normally, you're the one picking Hamlin, by the way. So See, I'm yeah, pretty happy I you to, left him on the board. I, I don't know. Bell, Bell's got some energy around him right now, so I want to go with it. Um, I feel like there was a time you made fun of me for picking Bell, though. So oh, definitely. I, it was, I that's think what, it was that's what I was thinking of, but I think Kansas was, was Byron. Maybe it was New Hampshire. Did you and pick then him? Bell won. Did, did that happen? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know, know girl. Avril, Avril fact checked us. I don't know because what that was like July tenth or something. NASCAR Atlanta, yeah, NASCAR, New Hampshire, Christopher Williams. Um, he's scrolling through the doc. See, no, we picked at New Hampshire. You picked Kyle Busch. I picked Truex. <laughs> oh, we picked it. We picked Toyotas though. Well, we picked. How many times this year have we picked pairs of Gibbs cars? That's been so much. We've also picked like pairs of Hendrick cars. We've picked a lot of Elliott and Larson. I think we did a Larson Byron at one point. Yeah. Last so. week we picked two Chevys. Like our picks are always really yeah. close together. So we'll see what happens yeah. this week. Um, it'll be a good race between these two. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine one of them might get that three pointer. I could see it. One of us. If is you get, get it, that could. If you get the win, that's gonna be really good for you for the championship. Yeah, if I so, get it though, it's back to a one point gap. I need I need to win this championship at all costs. Cause I'm I've swept IndyCar <sighs> two years in a row. You might sweep NASCAR two years in a row. Here. I need this. NASCAR you won last man. year's NASCAR. And I hate this sport, man. I'm not hate, but no. Well, I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. You're not right. meeting my expectations. All right, y'all. So Las Vegas next week. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't know if F one's racing. They're at Texas soon. There, there is no F one. The next F one race is uh, Austin, okay. Coda, but it's uh, not this weekend. Well, hopefully it's before the Homestead race. Like, I believe it's the. the I think it's at the same time as. I think it's the same time as Homestead. Are you kidding me? Unfortunately, I'll kill me. I'm pretty sure it is. Week. No, because they like having Homestead end at night. I feel like it. Whatever. I don't care. Anyways, um. 
Uh, follow us on Twitter at GayRacingPod. Follow me on Twitter at DreamyZachGP for some funny com- comedic takes about the state of the sport. Um, and big brain takes. Follow Alex, um, because he makes people mad too. He's also very hilarious. Um, at Newgaden. So, so true. Yep. So true. Yep. All right, y'all. We will see.